The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. And today we have the queen, my queen, my idol, the it girl, my it girl, Kate Davis. Kate Davis is a bull rider wife. She is so cool. She's the nicest girl ever. Such a girl's girl. More than anything, though, she is a badass. She's so smart. She has like built so many businesses. Things are really popping off, doing so well. And she just, she has it. Like, she just knows what she's doing. She is so cool. And I love this conversation. I feel like you get to see a very different side of Kate that you don't always get to see just on like Instagram and TikTok. We're talking about her story. We're talking about the biggest brand deals that she's turned out. We're talking about family life. Like we're really going everywhere. If you guys are unfamiliar with Kate, you really need to get familiar. She's my favorite follow on Instagram of 2023 by far. She's just the coolest girl ever. And this is such a good episode. In the spirit of the holidays, we're doing another holiday giveaway. So I'm giving away a $100 gift card to my brand friend of mine to someone who comments on the Instagram photo that I posted promoting this episode, the little cowboy hat emoji. I will announce the winner next week on December 28th on Instagram. So it's at Kenzie Elizabeth and Houseguest Pod or the Houseguest Pod. So be sure to go enter to win that. Great stuff on there right now. I'm so obsessed. I mean, I know it is my own brand, but I am obsessed. But without further ado, let's welcome Kate on to the podcast. I have so many questions for you. I'm ready. First off, like how to be you. Like I need like a step-by-step tutorial. I need start to finish. Like give me your actual <laughs> daily routine. I have so many questions. For me, I think I like went on this glow up journey mm-hmm. from losing a lot of weight to getting a following on accident on social media. So it wasn't like, Cooper? This, yes, think <laughs> at Cooper T. Dave. <laughs> Everything I have, I credit to Cooper and even fitness, like he lost a lot of weight and that was his journey to become a world champion, which is a whole nother bull riding thing. But he's really inspired me. And he was like the influencer before me. I mean, he was getting brand deals wearing patches way before me. So he paved the way for me and taught me so much. So I credit everything that I've ever done. He met me working at a tanning salon. So you guys have like such a like cute story. It's really just I'm obsessed. We met at Buffalo Wild Wings. He was there. He had long shaggy hair. He didn't say a word to me. Both there eating. What a love He's story. He's also like quiet and Kate Super. is not quiet. <laughs> so it's like so, it's just so sweet. How was our dynamic whenever you did the behind the shoot store? I'm oh, like we telling were... Cooper, Cooper, tell them this, tell them that. Oh my God, we were obsessed. He was whispering. I'm like, speak, say it with yes. your chest, Cooper. Like I went to the PBR with Kate and we did like the behind the scenes and we went like what underground? Yeah. Is that the right? Like BTS, I guess. Yeah. yeah the BTS. Behind the shoots. Yeah. Behind the shoots. Mm-hmm. And he gave us a tour. Well, Obviously. Also, Matt gave us a tour. Matt gave us a tour, yeah. Credit where credit's due. Yes. And it was just everything to see. It was so sweet. And he, like, is so in love with you. It's so cute. He's, I have a really good man. And my son is, like, enamored with everything bull riding. So mm-hmm. he's, like, in everything. Knows everything about everything. He's enamored with anything his parents do. I like, agree. he thinks yeah. you guys are the coolest people ever. And even, like, 
anything with a photo. He's just, oh my God, he's the <laughs> cutest kid ever. Like Macy is his number one fan. I love Macy. Too. Oh my God, he's so cute. He was telling me, mom, you know, how do these people, like when we go somewhere and people will be like, oh, Cooper or Kate from Instagram. Yeah. He's like, how do you know those people? He's putting two and two together that like social media is a real thing. And yeah. he, now he wants an Instagram that he can control. He wants an Instagram. Mac he wants, wants an, Instagram. an Instagram. Yeah, it's on his Christmas list. Oh, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> his Christmas list was so funny. That's my nieces this year. Yeah, it was control. Put me in. It could put me in debt. The Christmas list. Totally. And Cooper's like, where is he learning this stuff? None of us have Apple watches. None of us have AirPods. Like I still have beats from 2018, you know, <laughs> that I use every day. Yeah. So it's not coming from inside the house. I'm sure people think, well, I mean, I'm bougie, but not about not Apple about the products. stuff that he's yeah. asking for. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, give us a like you wake up. What's the yes. first thing you do? Give us a daily routine. I started this new thing where I go and do a workout class at 530 in the morning. I've seen this. Everybody talks about how you need to start working out mm -hmm. early in the morning. I now really believe those people. I thought they were liars trying to sabotage my fitness. They're right. They're right. So I wake up at five o'clock and I go straight to a workout class. I mean, cortisol just straight shot up at the beginning of the day, but it I have like nine lives in the day now because I'm getting everything done so soon, so early. So I wake up, go to my workout class, come back home to do carpool and then take my son to school. And then I currently am working on an office in my new house right now. It's in shambles, but I just work at my dining room table and I do a lot of my own brokering of deals. I do all of my three businesses. Well, we just sold the wedding venue, so I don't have to do that anymore, which is like a relief, you know, yeah. one less thing on my plate, but I don't have any employees other than my warehouse. Do you want to have an employee? I do. I'm, yeah. I'm actively searching for an employee right now because it was always something that I thought I could handle or control. But once I started this first class Cowboys business and realized like, wow, people like the stuff like I do, the demand is there. Like lashes is different. The lash company, because so many people can go anywhere and get lashes. But when you're trademarking your stuff, when you're going the legal route to do things that people can't copy you on, then people want to buy that stuff because you can't just go out and find it anywhere. Yeah. And lashes are a subscription. So they are. It's like yeah. you have more of a, you know, I'm a subscriber. Oh, you are? Oh my God. Hey, I've told you this. I had one night where I left after Brooke and Danielle told me about you. I was out with Macy. I was coming home from the stockyard. So I had an hour Uber home. I'm definitely- When done, is this? Right? Like months ago. This is probably right around the time that we like somehow met. Sorry, yeah. It was, it was on a, TikTok, I think. It was a short, yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, I'm, I go zero to a hundred. Me too. In my I'm, life. Like I never kind of like anything mm -hmm. or anyone. I'm either like, I don't care or I'm obsessed, you know? <laughs> so I went home. On that Uber home, my drunken Uber home, <laughs> I order your salad ebook. Oh, did you try any? Yeah. So actually, yes, I, I did. The first one's my favorite. Is it the Hillstone one? Yeah. Whatever. The Hillstone yeah, Coffee Cat Salad. And then I ordered, not only just ordered Rain Lashes, I became a subscriber. Did you? So which one? Do you remember what lash? The Kate. Those okay. Yeah. And then I ordered Glimmer, yeah. which I'm a avid Glimmer stan. But you know, I get a blowout weekly. So yeah. like I can't always use it. I thought about it's bringing heavy. it in. It's heavy. You should have. Yeah. It's heavy. So you can't like get a... For me, like to get the voluminous thing, I have to kind of like monitor out when I'm going to do my blowout because it's it's could be really moisturizing. So, mm, but I'm, I'm about the glimmer train as well. Glimmer. And then I ordered other things that you were talking about. Like I literally did a Kate Davis <laughs> like shopping spree. The Wall Rider wife edit. Home. Yes. On my way home from Fort Worth. <laughs> it was really fabulous. actually. What did I they say? They were just like this girl. Wait, who say what? Like, how did we find it? It was because of them. Oh, they were like, oh, I remember exactly where I was. I'll, I'll give you the backstory. Yeah. Brooke and I were working out on a vacation, which we never do. That was so out of character. That was the, we're big walkers. Like, and by we, I mean, they're big walkers. So mm -hmm. I walk a lot on like the trips, but Brooke like wanted to go work out. So we're on the treadmill and Cabo 
And she's like, do you know this like Kate Davis girl? You would love her. She's like, it's so random because they're like New York girls. Mm -hmm. Like they're not like into like really, especially Brooke. Like Brooke hates even like country music. Anything in that like, that's just like not really like her. She's like, I'm obsessed with her. And Danielle's like, no, like you don't understand. Like we buy everything she says. We do everything. Like we're so obsessed with her. And then I followed you. And then it was just like very quickly. Well, our vibes match. I mean, I see pink and cowboy hats, you know. We're very like similar Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And I actually went on the Revolve trip with them. And I don't think I really got to know them. Mm -hmm. I also had my son. brought him on the Revolve trip. That was, you know, and I was like, well, bring him. Mac is living the dream. (laughs) He was. He was like in the restaurant, you know, dancing around with all the girls. And yeah. once they started dancing on the table, I'm like, it's time to go night night. <laughs> it's time that we go to bed. <laughs> we so. got to go. Mm-hmm. OK, so I want to talk about how you are like you are like my it girl. Thank you. you oh, my God. You're making me blush. Girl. Thank you. I don't think that about myself either, by the way. I have imposter syndrome. And I'm like so thinking crazy. I'm falling off as I speak. Like, you know, it's I'm getting so older. That you think that. <laughs> You're also 28. 28, yeah. Okay, like, actually, I'm 26. Kate is 28. Kate has, like, 17, has had, like, 17 businesses, a marriage, a kid, has moved a bunch of times. I'm like a cat. I've, like, literally lived, like, three of my lives already. Yeah. I know. I've changed my body. I mean, like, even losing weight was, like, the beginning of, my husband's like, I get a new wife every year. Like, I love to keep it interesting, keep it fresh, (laughs) change it up. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I don't see that. So, means a lot to hear it because I really don't see myself like that, you know, mm-hmm. but I also think people that do think that they are, are yeah. the people that quickly fall totally. off. Totally. I was going to say it's a little bit of, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome is good, but I think humility is good. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, yeah, that's like fine, but you, sh- that's not true. I'm always like, I got to like learn how to use TikTok better because I keep sending my I TikToks think you're to so people. so good at TikTok. Really? Yes. I'm the worst at TikTok. No, you're not. You're actually very good at TikTok. I have so many saved audios that will never see the light of day because they're so behind trend. Like, I'll just be scrolling and be like, okay, got to use this one today because I'm falling behind. No, I think that it's fine. Okay, good. It makes me feel better. I'm going to leave here feeling better about my (laughs) social strategy. Y'all already know how I feel about Sunglass Hut this holiday season. Listen. I've been warning you all month that Christmas is approaching. I've done my gift guide episode. I've done all that. And I'm willing to bet 90% of y'all have not even started on a holiday shopping. I get it. Like that is the norm. I have found the solution for all of y'all. Okay. It is Sunglass Hut. All right. They have all of the shades of holiday at Sunglass Hut where it's all about the magic of gifting. Okay. They've got gift ideas for all the shades of holiday for anyone on your list. And the best part is that they have the shades that are available only at Sunglass Hut. So no matter what they're into, you're bound to find something memorable thanks to their holiday selection that includes styles from the biggest brands like Prada, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Ray-Ban, Oakley, and Burberry. Their wide range of sunglasses covers some of the hottest brands, again, like Prada, Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Ray-Ban, Oakley, Burberry, and more. Plus, their curated holiday collection includes 10 shades only available at Sunglass Hut, and they are cute. I love the Prada ones. Those are the ones that I want. You can even check out their holiday gift guide, which essentially does the work for you. So browse gifts based on look, fit, lifestyle, brand, and more. Their gift guide is a place to find gifts for everyone on your list, okay? Sunglass Hut is the ideal gifting destination thanks to their customization and engraving options. I love this. I think customization, little engravement, like, oh my God, little goes a long way, okay? It's such a small little added touch that means so much. Or you can even let them pick out their own and give them a Sunglass Hut gift card, which is amazing. I went in actually a couple months ago and I picked up two new pairs of sunglasses from Sunglass Hut. 
I loved their store staff. They were so knowledgeable. They knew everything, okay? It felt like they literally knew everything about the world. I felt safe there, right? But they knew exactly the frames that would flatter my face type, other people's face types. Like they just knew everything. I feel like sunglasses, sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, I don't know where to start. And their store staff really, really helped. So just talk to their expert sales associates or try out their latest technology, both online and in store. Their personalized services make holiday shopping a total breeze with services like buy now, pay later. There's some love protection plan, repair services, refitting and adjustment and replacement coverage. They're all guaranteed to ease your mind. So head over to Sunglass Hut and discover the special selection of shades in store and on sunglasshut.com. That is the perfect gift for everyone this holiday. Head over to your nearest store or go online to sunglasshut.com and check out their unique selection of shades available only at Sunglass Hut. You're going to love what you find. Visit them in store or online. Sunglass Hut is the destination for all of your holiday gifting needs. Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balance Bond Soul on Fire. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Right now, I feel like we're talking so much about the gifts that we are getting other people for the holidays, but let us not forget the gifts that we are giving ourselves, okay? And I cannot recommend enough to give yourself the gift of BetterHelp. I have been in and out of therapy essentially my entire life since the fifth grade. And I cannot recommend talk therapy enough. I actually think the only reason that I am a like fully formed adult slightly, uh, kind of, I'm like, wait, maybe I'm not. No, but I do think that the reason I am where I am today is largely because of talk therapy and the tools that I've learned through therapy. They really carry me through life, honestly. I cannot recommend it enough. I really think that it's good for honestly everyone. Just have someone to talk to. Like life doesn't come with like a manual book. Like you don't get to just like open up a book and read about how to handle like these random situations, right? So it's really nice to have a third party unbiased perspective who's also like literally trained and like went to school for this to give you the best tools and teach you how to better handle it. I'm not operating well as a human being if I'm not taking care of my mental health at all. That's like my first thing non-negotiable. And I really cannot recommend BetterHelp, especially on this show. We're talking all about your 20s and how they're confusing and all over the place and whatever. And honestly, the number one thing that has helped me has been therapy. And I love BetterHelp for so many different reasons. If y'all are thinking of starting therapy, definitely give BetterHelp a try. What I love about it is that it's entirely online, right? It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You don't have to go like drive take more time out of your day, wait in a waiting room, do that whole thing. I feel like sometimes it's a little bit more intimidating to leave your house. No, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. You don't even have to see them. If you want, you can literally do a chat, right? But you can do the video call, the phone call, chat, like whatever makes you comfortable, which is the number one priority, you can do on BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In this season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kinsey.
Okay, so I just have some questions on like the back end. What out of anything you've posted online, what do you think you've sold the most of and do you know the units? So I think I have a close number, but it's definitely going to be so the lash company I've had since 2016. So that's different. And that that's a subscription mm-hmm. company. So it's reoccurring every month. But the hats, the Beverly Hills Rodeo in the dark emerald green, that hat, like me just not even like I didn't even wear hats until I made my own hats. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like this thing. I knew I wanted to make denim, but I did not think that it was going to start with hats and merch and stuff like that. So my denim item is just now done. It's been over two years. Oh, now I've been seeing it on Close Friends. Yes. I love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've seen yeah. it for a long time then. So it's been, you know, you can vouch for me. It's been a long yes, time. Totally. I mean, we've changed everything. Manufacturers, colors, material. Well, I started with doing these little designs that I love to call Cooper and I Beverly Hillbillies. And mm-hmm. he was always like, why do you call us that? I'm like, because I'm so bougie and you're so the opposite, like we're in the Baccarat Hotel and he's riding in New York at, at um, Madison Square Garden. He has like what they call a rigging bag where they will put in their rope, their helmet, and it's covered in bullshit, literally. <laughs> and I'm looking like laying in this bed in the Baccarat Hotel and thinking like, we are literally the Beverly Hillbillies country come to town. Uh-huh. And I used to say I wanted to make merch that said Beverly Hills Rodeo. And I looked online. No one had ever done it before. And I'm like, I'm going to trademark that. So I worked with a local artist that I went to kind of our same area. She works for Whataburger now. And I messaged her. I'm like, I want like a crest reminiscent of the Beverly Hills sign, but I want to put a spin on it, different font. And I want to add the word rodeo to it. And I trademarked that design. And I mean, I've been bumped off so many times with that design, but it truly was never done before. And I thought that was so cool that no one Mm -hmm. had thought of that. And that was my bestseller. Probably like 10,000 hats as of now since May. It's wild. Yeah. What do you think about products that aren't even your businesses though like you're always posting neutral seed you know like do you ever know I never asked like BTS of like whatever Mm -hmm. like I feel like you've sold like 50,000 units of neutral I knew that whenever I had bought neutral and I started using it that I was a little shook like why was my hair growing so fast like I literally have a little mohawk now from these (laughs) little baby hairs but it's not just an influencer product like it really is like dermatologist recommended and physician formulated it's the best so I'm like I'll buy it I started buying it on Amazon the reviews were insane so I started posting about it and I'd asked my agent and I said, can you get me a deal with them? I love this stuff. And like, it's expensive, to be honest. Yeah. That's where I was coming at it with my like, colleagues. It's expensive. And it's four pills a day. So I was using all the whole bottle so quick, I felt like. And I knew when they sent me that renewal and it was so much money that I was like, holy shit, like they made so much money off me if they're willing to go from what they paid me the first time to the second renewal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. OK. Yeah, it's working. I'm like, maybe I should just be an influencer because that's the easiest yes. job ever in my opinion yes how many times have you resigned that oh so i'm no don't think i've ever not got a renewal in a year you know i've kept the longest and now i will never work with a brand that i'm truly not passionate about or i don't love i've probably worked with rent the runway for the longest and i feel like dime and dime i've worked with dime for over two years now yeah yeah and i'm a dime beauty girly i don't care like i don't care if people say that's an influencer only thing i do not care it works for me yeah. And I don't have zits on my face. I never have. I'm not saying that that's not genetic. Like it could be. Yeah. So it may not work for some people, but it works for me. And people are always like, why not just use medical grade? Well, why? Why spend mm-hmm. $400 on cleanser? It's like, not going to be me. I'm yeah. going to save that for my handbag. Totally. I need a Birkin. Yeah. <laughs> Le- my Birkin doesn't disappear. That bottle empties, you know? <laughs> my Birkin stays with me for life. Yes, literally. <laughs> <laughs> what is the craziest thing you've turned down? Or even amount of money? Can I talk about what yes, I told you? Okay. Yes. So I got this email. It was from the company directly. And anytime you get an, an email from a brand, you always forward it to your agent. Like I don't let them broker my emails. They broker my deals. So I just yeah, send them same. 
I forwarded it to Claudia, my agent, and she was like, hey, this budget's kind of insane, but do you know what this product is? I didn't even look at what they were offering to send me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just like send me the link. And she's like, well, it's like $25,000. And I said, what? For a story set. For a story set. That's Three to crazy. five. Yeah. With a link, like no, ro- no reminder, no follow up. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. What is it? Well, it's a dildo called the cowboy. <laughs> and I said, what? So I told Cooper about it and he said, please, I will pay you $25,000 to not do that, you know? So I didn't do it. The craziest thing too, like with dildo deals, like Macy and I, that's like one of our go-to things will mm-hmm. be like, we'll just be like, how much, <laughs> like how down bad do you have to be? And like, it works for certain people's brands. Yeah. Like that's the thing, like certain people can do like the more of like sex toys, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it works for them. And I don't think anything of it. Like if I were to do it, it would just not make like, it well, would, the cowboy did a line. No, like <laughs> the cowboy did a line. What would you do? Like, let's just like create a direct this. Okay. The wildest eight seconds. Oh, hopefully not eight. Well, eight seconds is fine. I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the wildest eight seconds of your life. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. For those who don't understand in bull riding, oh. you want to be on the bull for eight seconds. That's like the whole thing. If not, no score. Yeah. Oh, there's no score. At no, all. no, you don't. There's no score for Still seven so much seconds. to learn. I, you, you know, do. I love going. Did you enjoy the PBR? Oh my God. I loved it. And yeah. I, well, the first time I went, I was like, I mm-hmm. am obsessed. And it's, it's my favorite thing to watch mm-hmm. because again, it's only eight seconds. Yeah. So like, it's really Quit. easy to stay yeah. engaged. And then, I mean, you know, anything that's like Southern, like, Western. To me, sports, I can't, I can't stay like a football game. I'm like, oh my God, this is the longest, like what is the eight second ride? So, you yeah. Know? See, I love like, hockey and basketball mm-hmm. because you can stay in tune and then I love football just because it's so nostalgic like yeah. throwing like something about it is very comforting but I wouldn't say it's like the most like there's bad games and you're stuck there for three and a half hours Over you know by then but like never with the PBR no and that's honestly I think too that's why I love going so much and I'm still such a huge advocate for being there for Cooper even 10 years later together I've never been like I don't want to go to that PBR like yeah. I still feel even though he's like maybe on the end of retirement and about five more years I think I could still go to a PBR and watch even if he wasn't riding. Like, he didn't ride that night that you guys were there. I know. And, you know, I don't even think the other time that I went, I don't even think he was riding. Mm-mm. So I've never seen him ride. I know. We have to fix that. Yeah, we have to, like, get on that. And, you know, the number one most sell- sold out event is New York Madison Square Garden. Really? We go there every year. They sell out all three days. They ride Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They sell out all three days. Because it's just so not the norm for people in New York, and they just aren't used to it. Totally. Well, even like not that it's the exact same crowd, but obviously a lot of people in PBR are, like country music. Yes. And I'm always so surprised by how many people come out mm-hmm. in the Northeast mm-hmm. because it just like you. New Jersey. It. Huge yeah. spot. Huge spot. But I think they have a lot of farmland. I think it's what Cooper's a cattle there. Yeah, that must be it. Maybe. All I know is when we even when we go to the Staples Center in L.A. and it's packed I mean, there's like rioters and protesters out front, but it's yeah. packed. <laughs> you know? They're like, front? don't go in there with your son. I'm like. Yeah. Well, no idea. Little do you know. <laughs> little do you know. So, but people are so uneducated when it comes to bull riding. Like if you hurt or harm the bull, you are fined $50,000. Some people are never allowed to come back because the people that own the bulls are called stock contractors. And if you mistreat their animals or how they make their living, they won't stand for it. I mean, the whole purpose of the PBR is to protect the animals as well as the riders. It's not just, you know, profit of the business or profit of the riders. The bulls make money. So the riders make money. The bulls have a great little setup in the back of the arena. They are not mistreated if they're even, if someone even suspects that they have the wrong spurs on. So like there's so many laws and rules when it comes to bull riding that if you have the wrong spurs, you're one of my husband's friends was fined $50,000 and you pay or you don't come back next week to make money. So it's like either you find a new career or you pay your $50,000 fine. 
don't they protect like the bulls more than they even do the riders? One thousand percent. Like it's it's definitely that way. Twenty twenty three has been the year of home projects for me. I bought a new house. I have moved in, and I've been redoing rooms. I've been redoing. Honestly, it feels like my entire life at this point. Okay, but. I have had one common company throughout this entire move that has really just been my favorite, okay, to shop for, to have, I love. And it's Article. Article is amazing. My mom is also an interior designer and I was sending her like items from Article over the summer and I was like asking like very transparently about price. I was like, do you think I can find something like this with this look at a better price? And as her interior design self, she looked and she's like, honestly, that is a crazy low price for what you're getting. Like, that is the best deal I've ever seen. Okay. And that is coming out of the mouth of my mother, not myself. And that's how you know. Okay. I have all article furniture outside by my pool. I have a chair in my master bedroom. I have a new dresser. I have a bench. I have a little like side table. I just love article. What makes article amazing is that they have an online only model. So they have some really delightful prices because of that online only model. They're able to keep them at these amazing costs without sacrificing any of the quality or design. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs make furniture shopping simple. Article's team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. They're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and looks good doing it. They also offer fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada, which is huge, okay? I don't even want to talk about furniture shipping the past couple of years. This stuff takes forever. With Article, it doesn't, okay? Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I had furniture delivered very recently. It came so quickly. And then they were so helpful. They were in and out. The guys are so nice. Like, I just love them. An article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash houseguest and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash houseguest for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. We are back talking about Urban Outfitters. We're one week out from Christmas, y'all. Let's get those Christmas gifts. The best gifts are Urban Outfitters gifts. They have an amazing gift guide selection. I've said this before, but I use them as inspo when I make my gift guides every year because they have such a great assortment of products and they're organized very well, like by category, by price. They even share like their top gifts, what people are loving. I just love, I love Urban, okay? Celebrate the special people in your life with the best holiday gifts at Urban Outfitters. They have amazing pajamas right now and even like comfy lounge sets. I just got new sweats from them. They have these really cute bow ornaments. They have amazing blankets. They have amazing pillows. I just got this I Heart Texas shirt that I'm sure you all have seen me wear by now. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Like they have the best stuff ever. I spent, honestly, half of my teenage years roaming Urban Outfitters. Like I couldn't even like, I, I was a teenager. Right? At this point, I didn't really have a job. I would just like walk around because I loved the store so much and they have the best stuff. And even their online, their website, there's something to say about having the best online shopping experience and the best website ever. And that is Urban Outfitters. So shop their most loved brands or find unique picks that will always make them think of you. They have very fun little like random niche things that I feel like are so personal as gifts. So whether you want something cozy, like a throw blanket or a warm sweater or something more unexpected, you can find it all at Urban Outfitters. 
And while you're shopping, add in that gift that everyone wants, Urban Outfitters gift cards. If you don't know where to start, you can just browse their holiday gift guide to pick out the perfect thing for everyone on your list. So this is the coolest thing ever. I actually have a discount code from Urban, which makes me feel so cool. So you guys can shop urbanoutfitters.com and receive an additional 10% off when you use the code KINSEY10 at checkout. Again, shop urbanoutfitters.com and receive an additional 10% off when you use the code KINSEY10 at checkout. I want to talk a little about PBR. I learned so much from you at lunch. Can you explain like, because the PBR just celebrated 30 years, right? They did. So they broke off from the rodeo. Which is PRCA. And what, wasn't it like IMG that did that or something? WME? WME IMG bought the PBR. Okay. And, and also known as Endeavor. I'm not sure if they're the same company or not. But the same people that own like the UFC, I believe I could be misspeaking. But I know that they owned like Miss America at one point, And every single PBR, there would be like the Miss of the state. So I, that's how I figured that out just by Googling because they don't really tell the riders like it's owned now by a huge corporation or whatever the business is that owns them is huge. It's way above what started it. So what happened was, I guess, 30 years ago, 20 riders broke off from the rodeo circuit and rodeos every single event, not just bull riding, but they put bull riding at the end because it's the most interesting event in the rodeo. So people will stay to watch to the end. So they were like, well, if we're the most interesting thing here, let's break off and create our own thing and just be bull riding. So the PBR was started with each of those guys putting in $5,000. And we heard that they sold their shares for like 20 million. I don't know if it was a piece or I'm not sure. I had no idea how much money was in bull riding. Same. Until I got to know you really. Well, it's still, it can be and it can't be. Mm -hmm. And the most lucrative part of bull riding is your sponsors. So I can brag on my husband. I'm allowed to do that. But he has been in the top of his every year. Like he's a humble king. He would never even like me he, saying this. He's yeah. the most humble For person sure. you'll ever meet. For sure. Yeah. And I think like people, he's so quiet and so private. And he, I'm totally the opposite of him, by the way. <laughs> but he is so great and supports me at everything. So I love to like hype him up and gas him up because he's always like, well, one day I'm going to be, you know, a nobody. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're a world champion. And mm-hmm. you've been around. You've won almost, you've been in the running to win the world championship almost every single year. Not many if like there wasn't a year that we went to the PBR finals that he wasn't up to win the world which is like considered to be number one in the world and you get a million dollars which when you win a million dollars at 20 you're like this is so much money it's really not you know? yeah it's really not and they you don't get a million dollars at once you get it every year you get a hundred thousand every year for 10 years oh yeah interesting yep so they make it out to be like which is great I think it's an amazing financial thing for the guy so Cooper's still getting his hundred thousand dollars a year it hasn't even I think he's got four more years left I'm not even sure So that's another really interesting thing that I didn't know until he won and say that once you become a world champion, you get paid more money to do PR. So like we're going to New York, we're going to be there for a whole week. He'll get paid like $3,500 just to be there and do PR, which doesn't sound like a lot, but then you're there and he's commentating now, which he gets paid to commentate. So if you really are smart and you leverage your career, you can stay involved and get a salary job and become a coach for these teams. So the most lucrative part of bull riding is the sponsorships. Yeti, area like people like that who are very much ingrained in the western culture yes people don't even realize they think like oh you're you can google what you made this year yeah but that's not what's paying your bills the sponsors are paying your bills and on top of that you can do they're like influencers they all have they're athletes like it's the same thing for an athlete it's all the sponsors that are coming in i think they're underpaid compared to other professional athletes because the next thing i wanted to bring up Mm -hmm. was what did you tell me that they get more listener or more viewership than like than than some NFL than the NFL on Sunday on CBS Sports crazy mm-hmm. so we were shocked to hear that as well because do you think I mean 
not to sound terrible, but I don't think that they want the writers to know that because then it kind of puts a little like, hmm, well, we want to get paid as much as they do, which is not realistic because when you're in a PBR, there's not as many people there than there is in an NFL game because I think there's more hardcore NFL fans and it's just more known. It's more accepted. So as in when you're just tuning on the channel, who's more likely to stop well, bull riding or football? Yeah. What's, what's more likely to convert a fan bull riding? Because you're not used to it and you haven't heard of it or you're enamored with it, you know? So it's, it's, you get fans more easily online. People aren't just going to stumble into a bull riding. Yeah. Versus like they maybe would a football game. People will go to a football game as a social function. Yep. Like they don't even have to like the team. Yep. Bull riding, people don't really think to go or know to go. Or they just don't know what to expect. Maybe they think they wouldn't like it because they don't like country music. Yeah. Or maybe they don't like it because they don't like, you know, country things in general. But so many people go there and they hear the music and they're like, this is not country music. Yeah. Because they're playing rap music. They're playing rock music. It's a production. It's a show. You know, yes. it's not just a, it's not a rodeo. It's so crazy. Like it is. I cannot recommend going enough. It's really fun. I have questions about both of you guys, because how did y'all even you're both of you, I feel like are so business savvy and entrepreneurial. How did that happen? I always knew that I wanted to make my own money and do my own thing. I was always called a gold digger when I started dating Cooper. He lived at home. He had a dog. I was like, what was I going to take? His dog? Like, he didn't have his own dresser. Like, he had to leave that with his mother. Like, what do you mean, a gold digger? So when we met, elaborate. Yeah. Tell, what am I taking? Tell me more. But he did. The, a month before we met, he had just won $60,000 at the NFR, which is the National Finals Rodeo, like the big event. Okay. $60,000. Okay. Like, what were we going to, what was I going to do? That's like, not gold digger No, status. please. Yeah. Like that's no, it was just rude and insulting because I was like 11 too, by the way. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to marry 18, this man. Literally yeah. 18. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't even thinking about getting married. And a lot of people probably think that I got married because I was pregnant. I met Cooper in January. He proposed to me in June or July. I was pregnant by October. She also had no idea who was proposing, by the way. That's like a no idea. Thing. Yeah. I'm at work and I'm sitting there and I went from working at a tanning salon when we met. This is like six or seven months in. I'm working at this home building place. And I ended up becoming like a superintendent of construction, which way underqualified. I was like 19 years old at this time. Should not have been doing what I was doing, but they needed me there to do it. And I learned so much about construction. That's a whole other thing. And I always wanted to be the best at my job. So I was the only person working in this office, like managing all these subcontractors on working on these like government houses that were torn down by hurricanes. And so I'd work till really late in the night to pay all these subs. And so Cooper had sent flowers at five o'clock that day when the day was over. Well, I didn't even read the card, just assume they were from Cooper. So 6.30 rolls around and he texts me. He was like, did you get my delivery? I was like, okay. Like he's like, read the card. So the card says, go to the first place that we ever met, which is at Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'm like, oh God. I so was you're sus. in like work clothes. Work clothes, mm -hmm. like Target slacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like TJ Marshall's blouse because I still absolutely fuck with TJ Marshall's blouse. Oh, way. same. Yeah. So I went from there to the first place we met, which is Buffalo Wild Wings. And the guy that he was with that I went to school with at Buffalo Wild Wings was standing there with another card. And I'm thinking we're going to Cancun all inclusive. Like, you know, we're going to Mexico. That's what the end of this trip is going to be. Grand yeah, coming in. Coming in hot. Yeah. So, and he never paid for anything of mine, even still to this day. Like I worked, I paid for my own car note, everything. I did drop out of college though, but planned to go back. But looking back now, that was dumb. Mm -hmm. And he gave me this card and it said, go to the first place that we went on a date. The guy that I'm friends with, friends with Cooper. So I went to the movie theater, which was our first date. And then there was another card there at the front. I was like looking around this guy, the attendant of the movie theater I was like, are you, are you Kate? And I was like, yeah. So he gave me the card and it said, okay, now meet me at home. And I moved in with him at this point. So I drove to our house or more his house and I walked 
out of the door. I noticed the garage was closed, which was weird. So at that moment, I was like, oh my God, my dad's going to kill him. Like he's going to propose to me. My dad is going to shit. So I'm walking up to the front door and there's tea lights everywhere. And I'm like, oh, we're not going to Mexico. Mexico going to the chapel. Mexico is out, out of the question. I'm not pregnant yet. Like not pregnant yet. And walking up, I open the door. He has long, shaggy hair. It's on one knee and he's like shaking like a leaf. He's so shy, so nervous. He's red as a beet. And he pulls up this ring and he says, will you marry me? And I, to this day, he gives me so much shit. I said, we can try. Because I was 19. Like, I just wasn't sure, you know, like, mm, no, we can try. We can try. Every man's mm. dream response. No, literally. And so still to this day, he was like, well, we can try. And it's a dig at, I'm like, can we yeah. do this? We can try. <laughs> so I obviously got married. And then now, now I've been married since 2015. But we ended up getting pregnant with my sweet, precious baby boy, Mac. In 2014, I got pregnant. And then 15, I had him. And he wanted to rush and get married. And I said no. Up until the hour before I went, well, up until the day before, actually, before our wedding, he wanted me to sign a prenup. And I've talked about this, I think, a lot. And his family did as well. No hate. Like, I look back now and I'm like, I would have wanted my son now. I would not have let my son date the version of me that I was when I met Cooper. Or I wouldn't have liked it, you know? So I understand. Wait, how so? I had fake boobs at 18, like working at a tanning salon. It was just not, and he's making $60,000 even in a, a day riding yes. a bull. Looking from his mom and dad's point of view, I would have been on the same vibe that they were. Yes. Like, I would have been a little bit leery about it. And so looking back now, I understand why he wanted, they wanted me to sign a prenup so bad. And now I wish I had because I've got my own little empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he jokes with me. He's like, well, I'm going to get half. You know, well, that's <laughs> it. what people don't realize mm-hmm. that prenups also actually protect yourself. They do. It's not just the person that like mm-hmm. necessarily wants it. Yes. It, and now I'm like, let's do a post nut. He's <laughs> like, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. So up until the day before we got married, we were in Lake Tahoe. He like, it was a fight. Like he was like, I really, and it sounds bad of me to say that I didn't do it, but I just felt like, don't marry me then. I'm like, don't marry me then. If you really think that's what I'm after. Like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show everybody that you're going to need me more than I'm going to need you. And that was a driving force for me. I don't think I would have created any of the businesses that I've done. I don't think I would have done any of the success that I've had on anything if it wouldn't have been for him. So he truly changed my life, even when I fought him hard on certain things. And maybe it didn't end up benefiting me like this, which is fine because I will never marry another man again. I will die married to Cooper. And I know that. No, for sure. I know I will. And I'm glad. I'm glad that I went down the path that I went down. Where did you get your independence from? I was raised by my dad. So my mom and dad were high school sweethearts and my mom ended up breaking up with him. My mom like lost her virginity to my dad. Like they were, he was, she was so in love with my dad. My dad was like a fuck boy, like to be honest, you know, like tall, handsome, just straight up like that guy in high school. Ended up like screwing my mom over, taking a different girl to prom, breaking up with her. So my dad and mom split. My mom married this other guy who was my sister's dad ended up getting divorced with him before she had my sister. So my dad comes back into my mom's life and raises my sister, pretends that that's his daughter. And then I come around two years later. So I'm my dad's second kid. Okay. Second, really first, but second. My mom's second kid. So my sister does not have the same dad as me. My parents divorced when I was five. My mom was, my sister was seven. So they divorced. My mom says, I'm going to Houston. My dad looked at my mom in the face. I remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing a baby fat shirt. Why I had that on was like a little crystal cat. I don't even know. Still love that shirt. I remember to this day, like what happened? And he, my, my dad looked at my mom. He said, I will take her to Mexico. You will never see your daughter again if you try to take her from me. But he understood why she was going to take Brittany because it was her daughter and it wasn't really his daughter. 
And so she left to Houston, which was two hours away. And I always try to be like careful about what I say because I love my mom so much and I don't want to hurt my mom, you know, mm-hmm. on any level about because I know she has regrets about like how she had to go and like didn't want to take me. And thank God she didn't, because if she would have taken me from my hometown, I would have never met Cooper. Yeah. I would have never been at that Buffalo Wild Wings. I would have moved to Houston with my sister and who knows where I would be today. So my independence came from my dad and mom really just having no choice but to step up and like be the independent one and came from virtually nothing. Like I grew up in a tire shop. Like that was my home. It was a tire shop. It's a big red building. And I'm not saying that it wasn't nice, like, but it was a tire store, you know, in the front, like I knew all the workers there. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong wrong people that work at tire shops, but it's not normally like people that are like have college degrees and stuff. Like it's people that you go to the, to the tire store and like they have dirt and oil all over them. So like, that's how I grew up. Like I was covered in dirt and oil, mud all the time. Like, even though I was such a girly girl, such a tomboy, and I wanted something different for myself. And I would tell Cooper, and even tell myself, like, I'm going to be something more than this one day. And doesn't mean my area. doesn't mean my town. It just meant that I knew I had, like, a drive in me and I was going to do something more. And when you have it, you know what I'm talking about. I think also, like, that's a lot of my family, like, mm-hmm. in not where we live right here. But I think they have such high work ethics. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense aside from the independence, being such a hard worker when you grow up in that environment. Yep. You know, yeah, you do. And I've watched my dad like bust his butt. He didn't own the shop. His grandpa did. I mean, his dad did. So my grandpa owned the shop. And I remember moving in there because my grandma died and we had to like live there and take everything over. And my dad has worked there since he was 15 years old. He's given his life to that business and he's missed like all my stuff in school, like all my track meets, all the cheerleading stuff because he had to do that. So growing up, I knew that there was something different about my journey because I became head cheerleader twice with no mom and all the other moms had their mom at the cheer event, had their mom there. So I'm like, well, even though I didn't say this out loud, I'm like, well, there's something different about me that I can do this without a mom. That's because Mm -hmm. I don't have a choice, you know? Yeah. And not, again, I don't want to say things like insult my mom, but she wasn't there. You know, she was two hours away raising my sister. So, and I had a stepmom too that was involved. Yeah. But like more involved than my mom, obviously, because she was there and with my dad. So, yes, I feel this way about like talking about things and not wanting to, especially like, when it's later in life and you've worked through a lot of like family mm-hmm. stuff and you have good relationships, I feel yes. the same way. I think it's just like, it's not necessarily like personal towards them. It's just like, this is what it was. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just, you know what I'm saying? You can't change it. You can't. And there's certain, like I still protect so many parts of my life and will forever. Yes. And maybe only Cooper knows because it's just not worth telling a story to the pain that maybe they regret or like my mom leaving. Like, I'm sure that that probably hurts her when I say that, but I'm like, that was my story. Mm-hmm. And people want to say, well, you had like a great family life. Like maybe that's why you have it so easy now. Like, no, yeah, I hustled my ass off to get here. And that's because my dad was doing it by himself. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember my school pictures, like my hair was always so whack. <laughs> my dad would do my hair like no bow, yeah. you know, like complete opposite of like what my daughter would be like, to the yes. nines. And now the things that you didn't have growing up, you want to give to your kids. You want to do for your kids. So I'm actually so glad that I had a boy because I wouldn't even know. Like, I think I would be that overkill mom, like if I had a daughter, because I lacked that so much growing up. So totally. Have you ever seen One Tree Hill? Never. Oh, my gosh. You need. Well, you don't. Do you watch shows? (sighs) Well, I, I, you know, I I don't. I I really don't. But I did fall in this rabbit hole watching Gilded Age on HBO. Okay, I've never seen that. Whatever. Here's the thing about me. Mm -hmm. I've seen about four series in my life Mm -hmm. and it was when I was younger and I will rewatch those series for as long as I live. Like Gossip Girl, like what? 
Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill. Nashville, I actually watch as an adult, but mm-hmm. I love Nashville. It's like my favorite Never place watched to be. It. Love that. Oh, I love Nashville though. Yes. One Tree Hill and Friday Night Lights. Obviously. Never seen that either. I know. I know. I'm really You're needed. a Texas I, girl. I know. I need. I really but need I didn't watch it. it until I was an adult. I watched Nashville and Friday Night Lights as an adult, but I never came up with anything. Anyways, mm-hmm. in One Tree Hill, Keith, Uncle Keith has like an auto shop. So when you were saying that's where you grew up, like that's what I'm picturing in my head. No, like, it was. I think it's pretty much the same thing. It absolutely is. Like just like cars on like these stilts things and like jacks and there's tires literally everywhere. And growing up, they would make fun of me. They'd be like, do you sleep on tires? Because I'd get dropped off at the bus at the tire shop. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge. You have to like look it up. You can clip a picture of it for your podcast. It's called Ben's Tire. It's like a, it's a tire shop. Yeah. And at the top was the house and the bottom was the shop. I have a good idea for first class cowboys. You okay. should do because Keith's auto shop, mm-hmm. they have merch for One Tree Hill. That's yeah. like merch for the auto <laughs> shop or whatever. You need, But you need to do something like that. But like make it because people love wearing stuff like that. Yeah. Like make it cool. No, okay. You've inspired me. I My dad's going to want to cut though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to pay it back. You no, know? totally. But now I have like, you know, a great relationship with my dad. And I tell him like, I'm so thankful that I was raised here because I mean, I even liked it back then. I wasn't embarrassed of it. Like I've had in my bio, like swear to God, Ben's tire bitch. And I got called into the principal's office in like middle school. And I was like, well, they were making fun of me. So I was just going to brand it like in middle and, and didn't say that, but that's what I was going with it. You knew what it was. I knew what it was. Ben's tire bitch. And it was like, you know, the B is big. The E is little. The N is capital. The S. Yeah. My dad was like, what's going on? Can you can you just get rid of the bitch? It's funny because you did that. And then also like first class cowboys, like leaning into yes. what everyone has said about you. For sure. Yeah. Buckle bunny. Did <laughs> the buckle bunny comments bother you in the early days? Never. I loved it. I actually used to get, you know, when the people would like brand those felt hats. Uh-huh. I got a bunny with a crown on it. And I'm like, I'm so inspired by that name. And I think that they're going after what they want. It yeah. makes me so mad when people even say the word gold digger, because if a man... Mm-hmm. is attractive and makes a lot of money like it's considered a gold digger yeah like we'd all jump on the opportunity to be attracted to someone and then do well like i'm sorry what like or maybe they say well because it's a cowboy maybe i wouldn't go for cooper if he didn't have money he didn't have any money when we met like if he did i didn't know because he was very regular he drove a regular car lived at home mm-hmm. you know so it wasn't like i was just my eye was on the prize by any means you're also damned if you do damned if you don't yes like what are you supposed to do I also don't think there's anything wrong with wanting stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, not many bull riders made money even 10 years ago like they do now. So it just sounded so bizarre. Like, yeah, well, that was crazy because, I mean, as we established, he didn't even have a dresser. No dresser. If he did, it was his mother's and he had to leave it at home, you know? Like, <laughs> totally. We, we had to get new furniture in the new yes. house. But the topic of being a gold digger in general, mm-hmm. it's just like... At 18. I, mean, I, get, we're, I get it now, though. Like I said, mm-hmm. I get it. And if my son dated a carbon copy of me without knowing what was inside of her, I just don't know if I would have allowed it. I would have been more vocal than my husband's mom. Mm-hmm. I would have gone down swinging. I actually think it would be very scary. It, I, I'm so terrified. And Cooper's like, well, you shouldn't do that because you know, you know what you went through. And I was like, I am going to put your mom to shame compared to what I'll do. Do you think that you'll either have almost more empathy and understanding? I hope so. I hope I'm just being you know no I could see it going either way though yeah no I don't know I don't I, don't I think you there could be a part of you that you really see something in her and mm-hmm. gets her or you're the complete opposite yeah. and it's just like a no-go could be I mean I'm just kind of being funny by saying that because I do it did hurt me a lot when I would hear it but mm-hmm. god it motivated me so much and now I have a great relationship with my in-laws great relationship with all of his family and they tell me all the time like we're so proud of you and we're so sorry like they they physically said those words you know yeah. so I mean yeah 
it ended up like working out. Yes, it did. And now like she wears my Beverly Hills Rodeo hat everywhere. Aww. So I'm like, if only little 18 year old me could see now, like what, what we have all become and what has, you know, transpired from how I thought I would have to, we almost got a divorce many times about it or not ended up getting married because of the prenup or because of certain things. I did not have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of whenever we met. So I understand their hesitations. <laughs> I do get it now. I get it now. Yeah, totally. And I've, yeah, for sure. I want to talk about how many times you've changed your life just in the past decade. Because 18 to 28, <laughs> you've done so many things. And even in like business alone, mm-hmm. like not even like the health journey, you have pivoted and evolved and changed so much. And that's a really hard thing to do. And I think some people either like you naturally have it and mm-hmm. you just are smart and savvy and you make it work and you just fix it. And then on the other end, people will get chew in their heads. Yes. So if people are trying to have like their Kate Davis blow up <laughs> journey in any area of their life, like what piece of advice would you give them for the first step? For me, it's just always never getting comfortable. Like I truly never feel like I've done enough. Like I feel like I could do more, could do, could do more, could do more. Maybe I should do this now, do this. And I think once you start getting complacent, everything goes downhill. And maybe I take it too far, like even with moving so much, I'm a little bit like, like you said, zero to 100. And it's either this or that for me. I'm not, I don't ride the middle of shit. Like I'm either in or I'm out. It's black or white for me. There's no gray area. And I think it would just be, don't get complacent because when you start getting complacent and content and feel like this is enough, it's gone like that. And it's never enough. It's never enough, which sounds bad to some people, but whenever you start getting, you know, stuck, you don't, I've never been stuck. I've always felt like we're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing that. And it probably started again with always wanting what people said I couldn't have. Mm-hmm. Also, like when you say you're going to do something, you do it. Example, move back to Dallas. That house was we had no, eight days. Period. Yeah, and I, I still was- have the other one. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just in and out. You're like, actually, if anyone yes. wants to move, I have a house on the market. <laughs> what? How do you do that? Like, how are you making these things happen? It's a lot of... People not, I think, seeing the back conversations that me and my husband have. And I always think you've got to try something before you can just do it and say that this is the right decision. I don't think I could have just gotten Airbnb here and live here for a month. I just don't think I could have done that. I needed to feel real commitment. And the only reason I moved away was because I missed my family dearly. And I've never left my hometown before. Even when Cooper and I were together for the years before Dallas, we were in my hometown. So leaving there, it was like, gut-wrenching in the holidays to not see my family or be four hours away. I just felt so lost. And that's the only time in my life I've really felt like I made a mistake. So my son, right after COVID 2021, we moved to Waxahachie, which is a suburb of Dallas. I love Waxahachie, by the way. Oh my God, such a stand for them. They're going to think this is a Waxahachie ad. It's the best. No, it's so, it's the cutest, like small town. Hallmark. Oh my God. It's, I love the downtown area. I love Me too. Big Owls there. Mm -hmm. It's the best restaurant. So, and it was close to home. It was like three hours instead of Dallas being four to our hometown. And we just randomly found this house online. And Cooper's like, let's just go look at it. We drove to Waxahachie. We never really even visited Dallas ever. And we loved the house. We ended up getting there. And then the school district, my son did not like the school. And this is 2021. So we're like, well, let's just go look at like private schools. There was no private schools that we liked. There was one in the town. Well, we found one in Dallas and that's another reason that we ended up moving from Waxhatchee to Dallas. It was an hour commute to school. Wow. Yeah. So hour there, hour back, hour there, hour back. Cause we don't just hang out in Dallas all day, you know? Yeah. So then we're like, we need to move to Dallas because we need our son to be close to the school. We moved to Dallas. That's when the homesick starts setting in for me because it was such a big city. It was so different. 
versus Waxahachie was still really small. Like you said, it was, I almost sometimes regret leaving Waxahachie. I think I would have stayed in that house forever, but it wasn't the school that Mac loved. And he now is like ride or die for his school. That was the yes. main thing he wanted to go back to. I so, have never seen a kid love a school so much. And he raved to you life. about it. So, you know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know all about it. Yes. I know. I know like the social scene. Yeah. Oh, oh. his girlfriend. Like it's like intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he still kept up with all the friends. The mom still reached out to me when we moved back home. It was just a sense of community that we've never felt before, even though this wasn't our home. So we go back home because I tell Cooper, I'm like, we have to go home. Like, I miss my family. He's like, no, we don't need to go home. We've moved twice. Like, we probably should stay here and just try to stick it out. Can't. Like when I get my mindset on something, we're doing it. So we bought a house before we sold our Dallas house. It was right next door to his aunt and loved the house too. I called it my notebook era, mm-hmm. constantly in new eras. I don't know what this era is now. We're waiting to name. We're waiting. Maybe Dallas 2.0. Oh, love that. Yeah. So <laughs> we we get the house in, at our hometown. And then I'm like, oh God, I've made a mistake. Mac is crying all the time about school, wants to move back. Like seeing your son who feels like he was raised in, D- in Dallas area, even if he wasn't, he went from COVID to Dallas. So to him, that was mm-hmm. his home. So seeing your son cry about not being where he wants to be. And I thought to myself, if I stay here, he'll probably end up being a bull rider. Love Dallas. Yes. He wanted to go back and I missed it too. I missed all my friends here. And also going from Dallas to back back home, things change so much. And so you don't realize how much things have changed and the way you feel and you're different as a person until you get back home. And again, I don't think I'm better than my hometown. I don't think I'm better than anything, but I just felt like I no longer connected with the people that I once connected with there. And that was another reason that we left because we yearned for something different. And then I feel like really fulfilled here. Yeah. So it was just, well, because I started following you like pretty much right as you'd moved. And I was like, this is horrible. Why are you going? (laughs) This is not what I wanted to hear. All my friends, they they threw me a going away party in January. One of my great friends, Britt, threw me this beautiful, like crystal glass going away party, like cake. We're all dressed up. It's a theme. And like a few months later, I was like, hey, girl, I owe you a party. And she was like, what do you mean? I'll come back home. Yeah. She's like, here home? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming back home. So we laughed, but she was like, you're no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I've already got a house. <laughs> no, like I really am. I already have a house. So I owe her a birthday party this year. Totally. I'm going to like try to like copy the whole same thing she made for me. And Good idea. So, and then that made me feel like, wow, I'm leaving the people that I really like love and connect with. I love my people back home, but it's just different. Like I feel like I'm the same as mm-hmm. the people I've met here. Yeah. Sometimes you just outgrows and I really like the term outgrow because it's like it's not a better or worse no it's It's just different it is you're just in a different place and I hate the whole like saying if you stay in your small town like you're not worthy or you're not as I hate that I hate that that because there's something so amazing to me about my hometown that no town will be able to duplicate but I think it's just my family it's not necessarily the hometown aspect of it it's just the people that I really really like have raised me are there so it's that's the hard part but I also, I mean, I love a hometown. Me too. I'm, I love a hometown. I don't like that narrative because I also don't like the idea. I feel like it also pushes that like you have to be in LA or New York yeah. in order to like make something of your life or yourself. And I just disagree so I much. I lived in LA for years too. And like, I just don't think so. I'm also not interested in anyone who lives in LA because that's just like not what I connect in mm-hmm. as far as like consuming content. So yeah, I just think like, I don't know. I don't like that. I've, I've never like thing. followed LA, but no hate to like yeah. LA, but I've just never like, followed like a lot of LA people at all yes because again it's not just not my vibe there's no like common ground nothing about that inspires me but something about Dallas just it wasn't Houston because Houston's bigger than Dallas and it's closer to us it would have been easier to move to Houston my sister lives there my mom lives there 
But I remember visiting here. I don't know if you believe in this manifestation stuff, which. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, it's very important to me. And I didn't know what I was believing in until I was in Dallas. It was 2020. We were evacuating from a hurricane because we know we have hurricanes where we live. So you have to literally evacuate and go north. And Houston is also underwater. So you have to go to Dallas. It's typically where we always went. We came here and Cooper was at a bull riding in Oklahoma. So he wasn't even with me because the bull ridings don't stop even if your house is six feet underwater. (laughs) So yep. still have to ride. And so I'm holding on the fort in Dallas, me and Mac, and we're at this park. My sister evacuated from Houston with her son there. I remember telling Cooper, I'm going to live here. This is a year before we moved. And he was like, no, you're not. Like, we're never leaving our hometown. Like, this is where I'm going to live forever. I'm like, I am going to live here. And I look up the houses nearby. It was like on Preston, a park on Preston. I was like, I'm going to need like $4 million to buy a house here, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. Like, it's the, people don't really realize that like the houses in Dallas, to me, are outrageous compared to what you could even get 10 miles out of Dallas. It's no, so they, they are outrageous. They and are. also, it's so much worse than it used to be. Even like my actual hometown outside of Dallas, like the price, unbelievable. Well, everything around ever the world, I'm sure has gone yeah. past COVID, but totally. it's just on another level. And it's just not really something that I knew if it was ever going to be possible. But I remember that day to this day, again, what I was wearing. It's like anytime there was something like core memory, I remember what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're like that, but I was at the park with Mac and I just told him like, I'm going to live here. And then a year later, it never left my mind. Like that's where I needed to be. Yeah. So I had a similar experience with moving back to Dallas. I was driving. I was home for winter break because I was in college. And at the at, when I first moved back, I wasn't moving back fully. So I, are you from here? I'm from McKinney. So I'm from okay. the suburbs. And then I was living in LA and I went to college in LA and then I was coming back. But I was in the car with my ex-boyfriend. We were driving at North Park and I just had this weird, and this is how it always goes for me. This is why like, I know it deep in my soul that I will also be in Nashville at some point. Mm-hmm. Like I just had the same kind of feeling about Tennessee, not full-time necessarily. I they're, think, like, like, they're like similar Dallas and Nashville. And that's the other thing. People are like, why would you split your time? Because they're like yeah. pretty much the same city. To like, me, they're, they're the same. They're so similar. Nashville's more party, but. Yes, Nashville's mm-hmm. more party and Nashville is more like country music and whatever. Yes. But anyways, I had this feeling and we were driving around and I was going through and I'm like, I just out of nowhere, I was like, I have to move back. Like, yes. I just know that I know that I know. Isn't and that I, weird? And, and I can't describe it. And then we were looking for a place to eat. So in college, I used to eat at Honor Bar like pretty much every single Sunday. The best salad. Favorite um, restaurant dings. ever. So good. Chicken sandwich. Mm. Like, oh my God. We were in the car. We we're looking for a place to eat. I like put in my maps and it was like restaurants near us. We were like driving through Highland Park. And then I saw Honor Bar. I didn't realize Honor Bar had opened in Dallas. I had no idea. And that's when I was like, okay, case closed. I'm moving. I'm moving. And then I went <laughs> to the Honor Bar every single Friday. You go there. every Friday? We used to do Girl Center every Friday there. And now we're kind of moving on. You know, I've kind of moved on to Hudson House. I really I love that girl. too. Well, you but need to invite night. me. We need to do Hudson yeah. House date. I'm ready. Okay, amazing. Their burger I heard is really good. It's so good. I literally have it. leftovers in my fridge right now. I need to try it. I had it last night. It's so good. No, I've never had, I don't think I've actually ever eaten there. Oh my God. It's, I think I might have just been there in passing after one of Mac's uh, basketball games and didn't eat, but it's so good. The banana nut espresso martini. Okay. Put so put, good. Pencil me in. I'm actually, I'll make us a reservation. Oh, perfect. We got to go now because it's Christmas. Yeah. No. Okay. Is it like Christmas decorated? Oh, I'll okay. Show, I'll show you a photo. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I took Brooke and Danielle there last night. They yeah. loved it. It was amazing. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. I'm just me. really going to like lean into this and just have you on multiple times. Come on. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Kate says she doesn't really do podcasts, but she was doing it for me as a favor. So yeah, she gonna... came to my first class Cowboys event and I not saying I'm just sought after by any means, but I got a lot of requests. I'm like, no, I just sound really dumb on podcasts, which is my personal, like listening to myself back. I'm like, I cannot believe I said that. Everyone feels that way though. And it yeah. isn't actually true. 
Well, I I guess I just have that, you know, imposter syndrome. Like you yes. don't, you should not be giving business advice. That's how I feel. Or you should not be saying that, which I probably shouldn't be because most of my stuff is just because of Cooper and not really. There's a little, there's grind in there as well. But. I think that there's a lot of people who have a setup like that and they don't make what you've made yeah. out of it. So I think like, yes, a lot of credit to Cooper in the sense, I think, I think it's less of his career, more of what he's like given you like emotional, like yes, yeah, more, you know what I mean? Like the emotional support, but I don't think it's fair to say it's only because of Cooper. Right. No, I appreciate that. But I think like it just, it kind of just makes me realize if I would have stayed in that same environment and never met Cooper, probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Actually, I know I wouldn't. I just feel like people have a lot, like there's always things like that. Like the idea of being self-made to me, like doesn't exist. Because it always is like a combination of a lot of people that have like poured into your life. Factors and luck and family. Yes. For me, it wasn't family, but it was like love. Or people or- who have it. Like when people like different responses. Just like you're, everyone is informed by something. I also think too, like I hate when people are like, well, just go harder. Just go harder. Like, no, not everybody can just go harder. Like, you know, yeah. like there are certain things that helped us get to where we are because of and because of this because of this is why I'm here so I like to just say well I'm not just an influencer because people just started following me because I had great content people started following me because of Cooper so that's how I built a business that's how I got subscribers that's how I got you know so for me in my personal experience if I wouldn't have taken what he gave me but if I would have never gotten it I would never be here yeah totally at Cooper T. Dave follow biggest fan (laughs) okay well thank you so much for coming on where can they find you at Kate Davis, K-A-I-T. My real name is Caitlin, by the way. Yeah, I, I would have guessed that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but some people don't. They're like, is it Kate or Caitlin? Either one. Because you spell it K-A-I-T. Yeah. I would. I knew that. But some people call me Kate, Katie, Caitlin. You to me are such a first name, last name person. Like Kate Davis. Yeah. Yeah. People like, call me the full name. Yes. But then like when we're with friends and they're like, Kate, Kate, Kate. I almost like takes me a second. I'm like, oh. Kate who? <laughs> because I'm like, it's just like you're such a first name, last name. Yeah. To me, Kate you know? Davis. Like McGuire's always like Kate. And I'm like, it's just so weird. Yeah. Like you're Kate Davis, you know? <laughs> yeah that's true well thank you for having me i've really enjoyed this maybe i'm gonna break out of my podcast retirement yes Mm -hmm. oh my gosh thank you thank you all so much for listening if you love this episode please don't forget to leave a rating and review it really helps the show grow if you want to follow me behind the scenes you can find me on instagram or youtube at kenzie elizabeth or on tiktok at kenzie the texan i drop new episodes every thursday and they're also available to watch on youtube Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.